right, everybody, welcome back to the Move Podcast. Talking about the third and final week of the Tour of Spain, which is, uh, you know, we get asked all the time about Americans and Americans in, in Grand Tours. Well, here's here's an answer. Congratulations to Sepp Kuss winning the Tour of Spain. We're going to break all of that down. Uh, I'm Lance Armstrong, not in Austin, JB. I'm, I'm back back in Aspen. Had a rough few days with, with 12 of my buddies playing golf that's we won't or we don't need to talk about that anyways jb over there in austin johan i don't know looks like he's in madrid How you doing johan yeah and george hincapi that johan just accused of having slow energy <laughs> <laughs> you, johan did you go to the finish today no <laughs> no I, you're, you're too too busy prepping the show no but you know i mean it's same. I mean, you can't get anywhere. It's the Castellano. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. A little bit of business before we jump in. Today's show presented to you by Zwift. That's right. They're back. Indoor cycling season is just around the corner, and Zwift has been busy over the summer, and there's never been a better time to get started riding indoors. Zwift Smart Trainer, the Zwift Hub, is now better has, is a better value than ever. For only $599, not only do you get a smart trainer with a pre-installed cassette of your choice for also a no-fuss setup, and in one year of Zwift, but you can also get free shipping throughout September when you enter the code ZWIFTHUB at checkout. There's more to do on Zwift than ever before, including the return of We Do Wednesdays and Suffer Sundays, slated to start October 1st. Head on over to Zwift.com and grab your Zwift Hub. Don't forget that code Zwift Hub for free shipping. Also today brought to you by OneSkin. George. Love it. Love it. Extra layer of OneSkin. Uh, <laughs> here's the deal. Are you tired of cycling through endless amount of trending skincare products that all claim to smooth wrinkles, firm skin, and give you a youthful glow that actually don't deliver real results at the end of the bottle? Well, Support for today's episode comes from OneSkin, founded by a team of four female PhD longevity scientists with over 15 years of experience studying the biology of aging. Here's the key. They discovered OS1. OS1 is a peptide that's scientifically proven to target aged, also senescent cells, the main source of skin aging, and actually reduces the biological age by several years. For a limited time off, our listeners get 15% off OneSkin with our code THEMOVE. All you could do is head on over to oneskin.co, not .com, oneskin.co. Use the code THEMOVE. Also today brought to you by HVMN. We hear that fasting and exercise are good for the brain. HVMN launched the world's first drinkable ketone in 2017. Ketone IQ is their latest innovations on ketones with better effectiveness, taste, and cost. Ketone IQ delivers clean fuel that can actually cross the blood-brain barrier, supplying your brain and body sustained energy, mental focus, and sharpness. Also, Ketone IQ is now available at all sprouts throughout the United States. You can save 30% off your first subscription order of Ketone IQ at hvmn.com slash the move. Again, that's hvmn.com slash the move. All right. Let's talk about stuff. I, I think this is amazing. I mean, right here, it's obviously, uh, we touched on, it's so great for American cycling. Here's a kid that 
I don't think any of us have really ever met or been around or, or, or ridden with, but just seems like such a good kid. And he's just such a team guy. So that stands out for me. Um, but for one team to win all three grand tours in one season, it's just, well, I think you said it in the pre-show, Johanna, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, never been done. I mean, we're seeing stuff in cycling. We always joke internally, like we don't even know cycling anymore because mm-hmm. we just, I mean, to, to think that one team wins all, uh, all three grand tours and gets first, second and third in this one. Wow. And, and Sepp Kuss did them all, which we, everyone knows that by now, and, but it's still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Iron Man. Yes. yes. Wow. Yeah, well, I think yeah. I think this picture behind, you know, says says it all. You know, uh, the pink jersey of the Giro, the yellow jersey of the Tour, the red jersey of the of the Vuelta, and their slogan has been always "Salmon winning, winning together." Uh, and you know, we've talked about it and speculated during this Vuelta, you know, what was going on internally. But at the end, we have to say we probably speculated a little bit too much. And Salmon winning is uh, never more true than, than than this time you know they uh, they what they did is amazing and um this is definitely the team uh of reference right now it's the best team in the world you know what what sky was back in the days uh is now jumbo visma i think if you would right now ask any young rider which team would you like to go to would you dream of going to that's the team they want to go to yeah, I think they also have not only obviously their season was amazing, but they must have all these other super power teams like the Ineos's, the UAEs, just yeah. scratching their head, going, "How how do we beat this monster of a team?" I mean, they have similar budgets, I'm assuming, so it's not a question of budgets in terms of those top three or four teams. But these guys really got to go back to the drawing board and figure out how in the world are they going to actually compete with these guys in the in the major Grand Three, uh, the three Grand Tours. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was already, right, you just mentioned the three teams, George, so you know, Jumbo Visma, UAE, and, and Ineos. They were already, in my view, just really leagues above almost any other team. So then you have a, you know, a lot of other teams that just, uh, they just don't have the sophistication. But, but now you have, you, you just have another uh, single team that's just in the stratosphere. So yes, to your point, like these two other, these two other super teams are going, geez. That happened, and it happened. It feels like it happened fast. I mean, it was it was all in this season. Yeah, I mean, and if especially they, ha- they have they have to be scratching their heads. If you look at Ineos, man, I mean, Ineos this year with that. I mean, George, to to you know, they do not have similar budgets. Ineos has the biggest budget by far, like by yeah. far. And if I say by far, I'm saying probably ten million more at least than the second team. Um, and so if you look at them, you know, they were so successful during seven, eight, nine years. And now, I mean, in, in this Vuelta, for example, in this Vuelta is probably not a good example, but they were, it was, they were nowhere. They did have a lot of bad, a lot of bad luck. Yes. Uh, but they were also, you know, in the tour was, they were not, you know, not close. And, um, and in the Giro I would have, yeah, well, they, they got second in the Giro uh, with Geraint Thomas, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, they obviously know what they're doing. Jimbo Visma. It is, it is the cool, calculated approach of the Dutch. They have everything under control. They have everything figured out. They try to hire the best people in every single sector of the sport. And, I mean, the result is there. It's, uh, you know, 
Johan, here's here's a question because I, I I'm genuinely curious and I just don't know. I mean, who and you know we all know this. Everybody uh, on the show knows this. There has to be some. There, who is the if we could point to one person that's you know, and it's not sort of the Brailsford of the Sky days or but. I don't know if it's Richard Pluke, but there has to be somebody that is mm-hmm. is creating a, 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 a making decisions, creating a direction. It's somebody that's yeah, that's it's, a, it's, I mean, it's I don't know who it is, but it sure as hell seems like there's some kind of savant. Yeah, it's a guy called Marijn Zeman. Marijn Zeman mm-hmm. is the, he's the head sports manager, and he's basically in charge of all the people that you know are on the performance side and. Um, Obviously, Richard Plug is the general manager. He he hires the right people and makes right, makes good decisions. There's you know there's nothing to say against that. But you know if you look at the Vuelta, you know, and you see the podium one, two, three, Sepkus, Vingegaard, and 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 Roglic, and we said in in other shows, you know if these are I mean Roglic and 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 Vingegaard are two of the three best stage races in the world, and the third the third one is not here. It's Pogacar. So it's kind of logical that. They're, they have two guys on the podium. We said that before. I think the surprise here is Sepkus, right? That that nobody counted with his presence on the podium, let alone winning the, winning this. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's quite amazing that finally, after all the doubts and the controversy and the pressure on social media and the criticism, that these guys could pull it together and uh, and that you know both Jonas and and Primos uh, basically brought. Sepkus to uh, to Madrid. Having said that, it's I think it's very very important to to notice that Sepkus, a part of losing time on Jonas and on Primos in those stages in the time trial and in and in those stages uh, where Primos attacked and and Jonas attacked, he has not lost any second on any other rider of the whole Vuelta. So. You know, there's there's been a lot of talks. Yeah, you know, they gave him. I mean, they, they didn't gift him anything. You know, he he deserved this and he won this jersey by being in the break, by doing an amazing time trial for the first time in his career. He went full gas and he lost very very little time in the time trial, and um, you know that. And then he was on the strongest team. So hey, I mean, amazing amazing for him. And I'm I'm actually curious to see what's uh, what's going on in his mind now. Something tells me that. He wants to go back to his usual role. You know, he, I read a quote for, from him that he says, winners have cold blood and can make decisions taking, putting aside their emotions. And he's not like that. So I think he also felt a bit uncomfortable in that. I have no, but just by the way, I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, that was my burning question is uh, what, what is next for Sepp Kuz? Because Everybody wants, it's never enough, right? He wins once, people want it again and again and again. That's just how the public works, right? More, more, more. Well, but I, I think you, you be- may be right, you believe that, Yeah, if you believe that quote, I think you, there's your answer, JB. And also, JB, well, not- I think one thing has to be said, and with, you know, with the utmost respect for Sepp Kuss, but you know, we have to say, if Sepp Kuss would have been the leader of another team, most likely he would not have won this Vuelta. You know, he Correct. won this Vuelta thanks for thanks to being on on Team Jumbo Visma. So agreed. And you, you saw him when he when he was crossing the finish line on the stages like Angry Lou and Tourmalet and when uh, Jonas won him, he came across with a smile on his face and high five his teammates, where the rest of the world, or at least a lot of us, the majority of us are like, 
what in the hell is going on? How are you dropping your 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 team leader that has done so much for you throughout the whole year, that several years for that matter? Um, but he would come across with a smile on his face, happy to be there and, and happy to fight for another day in the red jersey. So you can just see it's a different sort of mentality. And I think he was just taking it day by day, enjoying the moment. And uh, now who knows what, what's next for Sepp Kuss, but he is definitely, uh, you know, had, has had an amazing run there in the month of September at the Welta. He doesn't get to attack ever again. <laughs> yeah, they, like that, where they let him go in a breakaway like that, yeah, yeah. probably never happen again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he, took a, he took a big advantage of that. Well, Johan, how many years does he have left on this current contract with Jumbo? I, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I don't think it really matters. I, I think he's happy where he is. Also, probably, you know, we, we've we've had a discussion about that in another in another podcast uh, here on the move. You know, um, there was there was a lot of debate about bonuses, right, in in the contracts and and you know why these two other leaders were kind of having some doubts Roglic more than Jonas and 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 I said you know what I mean probably Vingegaard and, and Roglic they probably do not have a bonus in their contract to win the Vuelta because their base salary is already of such that they are supposed to win the Vuelta for that kind of salary whereas Sepp Kuss, when he has signed his contract and his agent did a good job he will probably have a bonus for winning a Grand Tour. I mean, even if it's for a rider like that, sometimes unthinkable to win a Grand Tour, but some people put it in there just in case, you know. So um, obviously he's gonna he's gonna get a big bonus, and probably I mean most likely he's gonna have a, a lot better contract next year. And 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 you know Jumbo Visma, they're not stupid. They want to keep him on board. They know how valuable he is. So. Um, and for, I, for the I, record, he just had his 29th birthday this this past week mm, during during this grand tour. Mm, so yeah. he's got he's and got just years a quick, uh, Yeah, yeah. And just a quick look at ProCyclingStats.com. Looks like he's with Jumbo Visma through through next season through 2024. Yeah, I think they do a pretty good job. Um, it's pretty accurate. Uh, I've noticed. Yeah. What's it going to be on, like for him personally? You know, Lance, your take on that would probably be best. Like, what's what's it going to be for him personally coming back to the states off season as a Grand Tour champion? I mean, I, if you if again, I don't know the kid, um, but if if you just watch his demeanor and you read some of his quotes, I would I would say it's probably pretty uneventful, <laughs> you know. And that's 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 kind of cool, you know. It's like. I remember, you know, watching uh, the NBA this year and, and the Denver Nuggets win the NBA finals. And you had uh, Nikola Jokic, uh, uh, who just wanted to leave. He just wanted to go back to Serbia, Croatia, wherever the hell he's from and race his horses. Like he was just like, I mean, he doesn't have social media, doesn't, you know, I don't know about Sepkus, but he, he just wanted to go home and chill with his, with his homies and his horses. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if Sepkus, what he's into, but I have a feeling that he's probably really happy. And, 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 and he should be very proud of himself, but I think the guy's just like, all right, well, cool. Move on. Yeah. And let's, let's not yeah. discount the fact that it's third grand tour of the season and uh, the amount of people uh, screaming in your ear every day, the press that's around every day. And then, and then add on leading the, the welter for the last two weeks. I mean, just the, 
the mental stress he's gone through, I, I, most people would be like, I just need to check out for a little bit. And I'm sure he'd be happy to just go home and spend some time with his family, recover, and uh, really get to reflect on what an amazing season he's had. Yeah, but this is completely new for him, new experience for him. Uh, but as a matter of fact, I think, you know, uh, Sepp Kuss, I've read this somewhere that he's actually more popular in Spain than in the U.S. Um, I think... Yep. I think he's married to married or engaged to a Spanish woman. I think hmm. uh, speaks really, really good Spanish. Really good Spanish. Hmm. Like, wow! Uh, you know, his, his interviews in Spanish were impeccable. Um, yeah. And so, you know, the the Spanish the Spanish media and the Spanish crowd also really wanted Sepkus to win. He's super, super, super popular and very well liked here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I I think it's probably going to be. A lot, a lot better for him now. But he, I think he lives in Andorra. Um, yeah, he does. So you know, probably there, that community is gonna, you know, receive him really special. And then in the states, I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's gonna be some kind of recognition. Uh, where is he from? From Durango, right? Durango, yes. yes. But you know, it's 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 not the Tour de France, right? Um, but it's uh, and it's it's a huge achievement, huge achievement. But by the, I mean, by the way, Durango's not a very big town, but it's, it's cycling mad. Um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot, a lot of mountain bike history there. A lot of, uh, a lot of mountain bike legends still live there. Ned Oberon, uh, Travis Brown. Um, it's, it's a, it, it is a cycling community. So, uh, that little town in Colorado was definitely paying attention. Um, we, uh, when we come out of this little commercial break, Johan, let's pull up that, uh, uh, that was just, you found it somewhere on Twitter, but the Jumbo Visma's, uh, goals, going into the season like if you would have showed us and i'll just tease it here but if you would have showed what well, if you would have showed me those goals before the season i said you, you know put the bottle down there's no <laughs> way but um but we'll get to that here in a second our next partner today is ag1 the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health i drink it literally every day i take it on the road i'm on the road right now i have my travel packs with me i start every single day with ag1 I was sick and tired of taking so many supplements and wanted a single solution that supports my entire body and covers my nutritional basis every day. I wanted better gut health, a boost in energy, immune system support, and I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. Uh, by the way, um, all for less than three bucks a day. Think about that. Take control of your health. Make a serious difference in your, in your own health journey for less than three bucks a day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs. Head on over to drinkag1.com slash the move. One more time, that's drinkag1.com slash the move. Also today and last one of the day, uh, show also brought to you by 8sleep. This this is one of the coolest things, and, and, and I got full support from my wife, you know, we get sent all kinds of stuff. She's like, oh, you got another package. Well, this eight sleep came in the mail. We put it on, on our mattress. And, and my wife has never been happier that we're in the podcast game. She was like, all right, <laughs> this is by far the coolest thing that anybody has ever sent you, especially, you know, being back in Austin, being, uh, you know, 100 degree temps, having the pod cover by eight sleep keeps us cool all night. It, by the way, it'll go down all the way down to 55 degrees Fahrenheit. Think about that. Um, and, and then the folks that I've turned on to it, it, it's just amazing to see the, um, their response. They're like, wow. Okay. This was a game changer. 
By the way, it fits any bed, just like a fitted sheet. The pod cover will improve your sleep by automatically adjusting the temperature on each side of the bed. That's right. Not just your side, um, but the other side as well. Um, I love it. And, and, and the UX, right, as, as all the smart kids know, is the user experience. I mean, it, it is incredible the way the app um, is, is so, um, so easy to function and, 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 and work. It's incredible. So head on over to 8sleep.com slash the move. That saves you 150 bucks on the pod cover. Again, that's eight. You've got to spell this out. That's not a number. 8sleep.com slash the move. Now shipping within USA, Canada, the UK, select countries in the EU, and down under in Australia. 8sleep.com slash the move. All right, let's pull this up. So let's just say these guys are sitting around in December, whenever going, let's, let's as every team should, let's make some goals for next year. This is what Jumbo Visma's goals were for the 2023 season. All right, team goals 2023. Number one, win the Tour de France. I mean, by the way, that's just enough. That's really all you need to say. Number two, win Flanders or Perry Rebay. Number three, win the Giro. Number four, win the Vuelta. Number five, Olav wins more than 10 races. And then he goes on to say, if we achieve these goals, then we will win the World Tour team ranking. I mean, the fact that you had the stones <laughs> to lay out those goals and actually do every single one of them except for one. Hey, chapeau, man. That's yeah, absolutely. That That's is, no, that is incredible. Knowing what you want and knowing what you, what's your value and you know, what the quality of the riders is. And um, yeah, it's incredible. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I would have to check the, the world, the world tour team ranking, but, yeah, I guess after the Vuelta, there's no question. There's, there's no question that I think it was a tight race between them and UAE before the Vuelta. But now I think uh, it's, it's, you know, after the Vuelta. This will be fun. It, and, I, and I hate to put you on the spot, Johan, but you always, always come through. Compare this to your best overall season as a director. What, what year was that? And what did you accomplish in comparison? It's not that far. 2005. Off. It's yeah, two thousand five. Uh, you know, we had, um, I mean, several, several, several years. We won the we, once we won the tour and the Giro, and a bunch of other races. Um, then another year we won the the tour and the Vuelta, and a bunch of other races, important races, and uh, then another year we won the Giro and the Vuelta, and a bunch of other yeah. races. So we never won the three of them, but. I mean, this is this this is unique, you know. I mean, this is way better. Um, it looks all a lot more structured and planned. Also, we've never, you know, we always focused around the tour, and then the Giro and the Vuelta were like an an annex, right? It's like an addition, but we didn't really focus and plan on it mm -hmm. from the beginning of the season. This looks like okay. This is what we're gonna do. We're ready for it. Let's just execute the plan. No, yeah, you know, we're not even talking about we're we're, we're talking about the Vuelta right now, but. Um, ben Art wins the Tour of Britain. Uh, Coy wins four or five stages. I mean, they pretty much dominated the Tour of Britain just as much as they dominated the Welta, a whole mm -hmm. separate team. And if we talk about individual rankings, I mean, they probably have four or five guys in the first 10, 15 guys of the whole Pro Tour Peloton. I mean, yeah. the, the dominance of this team is, I think, unlike anything we've ever seen. And, so they're, getting stronger, and they're getting stronger for next year. They, for example, they have... No, they, they, Matthew, Matthew Jorgensen goes there. 
that's going to mm-hmm. be a very strong addition to the to their you know classics team and grand tour team and uh, there's one other rider I, I keep forgetting who it is but a really strong rider who who goes there also and uh but you know i mean listen if they keep if they keep who they have right now it's it must be incredibly frustrating for these other teams. Like imagine these other teams and seeing this lineup for the Vuelta in Barcelona, you know, and you say, what, what's going on here? What, what are we here for? <laughs> the other teams, right? Yeah. What uh, grade would you guys give Remco Evenepoel? Obviously he came to win the Vuelta repeat from last year, tougher field to deal with. Uh, but he, he salvaged a lot of things, you know, he, he got some stage wins. He was aggressive, even, even in that breakaway today, mm-hmm. uh, it was wild, but, and you were critical back and forth on him for different reasons, Johan. So, but how would you give him, uh, what would it be his final grade for this Vuelta? I mean, I think, you know, it's obviously not what they came for, you know, so uh, he's not going to be satisfied and, you know, and he's, he has that mindset that, you know, he, he, for sure, he's not, he's not super happy, but I think after that bad day, he made the most of it, whatever was possible. Mm. Every single time, you know, he won two more stages today. Today he got close again, actually, on the on the Castellana, which was incredible. Uh, plus, he won the mountains jersey, most aggressive rider of the of the Vuelta. Um, I personally, there's only one thing that I would have liked to see different is that you know he 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 didn't focus on going in those breakaways to win a stage, but. He focused on that he should have focused on, in my opinion, right, on the Angliru and race because he knew that that stage was going to be fought out between the big guys. That stage he should have stayed with, you know, the the with the leaders and 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 tried to win that stage actually and say, hey, look, you know, I had a bad day, but this is what I can do. That would be actually the best possible outcome uh, with having that bad day in, into account, but. It's, you know, he does, he does, I mean, he's an amazing rider. He just, uh, you know, he hasn't performed uh, in this tour of Spain uh, continuously, um, but he won the tour of Spain last year. It's a bit, I think it's a bit early to say he's not a grand tour rider. He did a few and he already won one at 23 years old. And, you know, at 23 years old, he has won 50 professional races already. That's quite, well, that's quite, quite special. Well, there's one thing that can happen, and I don't. I'd have to go back and think about that Welta that he did win. Um, but to win Grand Tours, you just can't. You can't have one bad day, right? It's true. Yeah. One, one. You just, and the, and we've seen it over the course of time. Like there are guys that have so much potential, but they just they have that one bad day. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, look, the kid is, and and as we said last week, I mean, the entire country. Is 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 riding his is, is just right on his wheel drafting and, and they want the next Mercs and that can't be easy but yeah well I've 50 been races know, in, 50, 50 races in a very young career I mean that's you just know, a little that already little, gets that already gets in the Hall of Fame little inside note you know so so Remco listens to our podcasts and so he has reached out to me uh, you know when I was really critical to him and we had a conversation. Um, so you know he's he's obviously a guy who who has a temperament, but I think uh, you know he he didn't explicitly say that in these words, but he does recognize that they need to go back to the drawing board and and do certain things differently. I think this year, um, if you look at his season, it's he's he's been on a high level for too long. You know he, he's, his focus was the Giro, 
first he did the classics. Big goal was Lies Baston Liege, which he won. Then the Giro, he was in the lead. He abandoned with COVID. Then he uh, he did the Belgian Championships, which he won. Then he did the Tour of Switzerland. In my opinion, without respecting the necessary recovery after the COVID, uh, and then he went straight on, you know, to the to win uh, San Sebastian, then the World Championships, road race and time trial, and then and then the Vuelta. It's been a long time since he's been on a high level, and um, they've also recognized within the team that they probably need to look at uh, at the calendar. But it is really really hard to to schedule an ambitious guy like this. I mean, look at Pogacar. Pogacar absolutely wanted to be on the top level from the very beginning. He wanted to win the Tour of Flanders, which he did. And then he paid, in my opinion, and, and then he had the, the, the crash in Lierre-Baston-Liège, which was the biggest problem, of course, but was not 100% in the Tour. Still finished second, though. So um, I think it's not easy to, 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 to accommodate these kind of big talents which are so, who are so ambitious. Well, not only that, now that now these other guys are seeing the dominance Yumbo's displayed over these last three Grand Tours, and they're going to start thinking, well, we might not be able to focus on these other races, these other mini goals that we have throughout the season as serious as, serious as we have in the past, because otherwise we have no shot against them. The team is so strong that they're really going to have to put all their eggs into that one bass of the Tour de France or the Grand Tour for them to be able to be competitive against uh, the monster of Jumbo Visma. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should we should Actually, finish we should finish the show, guys. With I mean, since today was also I mean, let's not forget, uh, a, you know, Caden Groves won his third third uh, stage win uh, from a breakaway. You know, it, it looked it looked yeah. like a bunch sprint, but from a breakaway with Filippo Ghana, with Avon Apul, with Leonard Kamna, with Rui Costa. I mean, out of the six riders, there were five stage winners, um, and uh, you know, him winning the green jersey, I think, is uh, is also very very special. And also his team, um, Alpacin, winning the green jersey in the Tour and in the Vuelta. That's also a special, special accomplishment. Mm. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do we're gonna do a little trivia. But what, uh, JB, before you get to the trivia, just one thing to note: uh, what uh, three quarters of this crew is going to be in Mallorca? What golly, in about a week. In a week, uh, yeah. In a week, so we'll all be there together. We're, we're got Jan, uh, who's by the you know we get a lot of questions about Jan. He's doing fantastic. He's going to be there with us, and we're going to do a fun little show with uh, with the four of us: uh, me, Johan, George, and and Jan. You know, probably a thing or two to talk about. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and Dia from Ventum will be there. He, that's when he's actually going to draw right. the winner. Winner. We'll announce the winner of the GS one on that show. But. Uh, you did, this is your last chance to, to enter to win that, uh, Ventum GS one on, uh, midweek, we did a question and just to give you the answer for it, it was, uh, what is the name of George's hotel and where is it located? The answer is hotel domestique in travelers rest, South Carolina, beautiful place. If you've never been today's question and the last one, uh, again, for your chance to win a brand new GS one. Between Lance, George, and Johan, who had the best overall GC placing at the Vuelta during their racing career? Who placed the highest in the Vuelta? Lance, George, or Johan? Send it in. Send it in to trivia at VentumRacing.com. Good luck. And one last hint thing, to what, too. It's a small, a small hint. It wasn't George. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, one, one George last. Is like, George, hang on. George is like, why one. is my name on this? Why is my name in this question? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a classics writer. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, and another bonus for our listeners. Thank you for uh, taking in the Vuelta with us. But 20% off through tomorrow, through Monday evening, uh, on, on our entire store. So if you go to weedu.team, we're taking 20% off. The uh, code word you need to use is GCCOOS. All right. GCCOOS. Wow. One word. G-C-K-U-S-S. Use that code word and you'll get 20% off in our store through tomorrow evening. Cool. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys and chat with you all from, uh, from Mallorca in about a week. Bye.